Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life. And for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. In this episode, we are going to speak with the editor and publisher of a 20-year magazine whose primary audience is made up of entrepreneurs. But first, we're going to hear from our show sponsors, Sunbelt Business Advisors and JAK CPAs. You wouldn't go deep sea fishing without a guide or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth. Because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Many business owners planning a business transition feel overwhelmed and don't know where to begin. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knutson & Company, can guide you to make sense of the numbers and tax pieces of your transition. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we have assisted many companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business successfully takes time, so contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with Andy Telejan, who is the editor and publisher of Upsize Minnesota Magazine. Andy, welcome to Poise for Exit. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. I am really excited to hear about what's going on with Upsize Minnesota Magazine. I know there are a lot of listeners out there that are excited to hear about it. You got some followers. Um, they're going to want to know what's going on. So let's just dive right in. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, maybe talk about the history of the magazine and and you you acquired it and now you're the editor and publisher. You got a couple partners. Let's talk about what where, where you came from. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, Upsize Minnesota has been around since uh, 2002. Uh the founder, the founders of Upsize, Wes Bergstrom, Jonathan Hankin, Beth Ewan, were all part of a magazine previously called Ventures, mm. and uh, it was owned by American City Business Journals. At, and the the corporate parent shut the magazine down, made the decision during a recession to shut the magazine down. Mm. I was at the Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal at the time, oh. and. Uh, you know, had gotten to know Beth and Jonathan uh, in, in particular, and so I've kept in touch with them over the years. After the magazine was shut down, they ventured out on their own to create Upsize Minnesota, which is a, a how-to magazine for small business owners that are uh, trying to grow their business. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've just uh, I went freelance myself in about 2004 and had written for the magazine off and on over the years. Uh, the magazine uh, did really well. 
right out of the gates. And then around the time of the, you know, 2008, 2010 recessions, you know, mm-hmm. hit, hit some hard times. And so there's been some ups and downs in the last few years, but, uh, uh, you know, Wes and Jonathan and Beth, uh, you know, managed to keep it going over the years. And, uh, unfortunately Wes, uh, last year passed away yes. suddenly just as the, uh, uh, COVID mm-hmm. was hitting. And so we ended up, uh, in temporary hiatus, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, we got an opportunity. Uh, uh, I got a couple of partners, Jonathan being one of them. He's uh, mm-hmm. one of the uh, existing founders, is uh, stuck with us. Great. Uh, and then I uh, brought on uh, Dan O'Connell, a, f- a friend of mine personally and a, and, a, and a finance you know, guru, so to speak, and uh, we were able to acquire the company earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Well, good. And uh, a tragedy, but uh, I'm sure that... Wes is looking down on you and is happy that you guys are carrying on the legacy of the magazine. Well, I hope so. I really enjoyed working with Wes. Uh, he, he was a he was a really good guy, really interesting guy. We would yes. uh, when we would uh, have our you know team meetings, so to speak. Uh, we'd meet and we'd talk for about forty five minutes about the magazine, and I'd look at my watch and say, "Geez, I got to go pick up my kids from school or from daycare <laughs> or whatever." And uh, he'd get this hurt look on his face. We couldn't end the meeting until we'd talked about gopher basketball or uh, or Viking football. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I miss Wes. Uh, we yeah. had had some conversations about me taking on uh, a bigger role. By the t- you know, the last two or three years, I've been the managing editor and had mm-hmm. done a lot of the content work. Yeah, uh, I had talked with him a little bit about buying in as a partner and taking on a little bit bigger role and. Uh, uh, you know, I had hoped to learn the business side of a magazine from him. Uh, I come from the editorial side. My background is, mm-hmm. uh, is reporting. Um, uh, the, so these, uh, you know, these are circumstances that I didn't want uh, to acquire the magazine mm-hmm. under, but uh, I, I certainly hope that we're, uh, we're uh, maintaining the quality and integrity of the product that, uh, you know, he shot for every time we published. Well, and it sounds to me like you've got a good, uh, solid team of, you know, professionals with strengths that are different than your own, and that's how you succeed. I, I think that's, you know, one of the things that yeah. I uh, looked for, you know, one of the reasons that, uh, you know, Dan, for example, uh, was someone that I wanted to work with was, you know, because I have a tendency to just sort of throw 26 ideas out on the table all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, usually after 10 minutes, Dan's rolling his eyes at me, telling me to shut up. And uh, <laughs> he, you know, he says, uh, uh, I think these are the three that we'll go with right now and, and mm-hmm. you know, go, go start executing and quit coming up with uh, more things you want to do. Well, w- when my clients have lots of ideas that we can't implement right away, we just put them in we c- what we call a parking lot <laughs> so that we don't forget about them, and they are in writing. And so then we pull ideas and, and make objectives out of these ideas called the parking lot a lot. So I'm sure that you will be too. We're at about a six or seven uh, ramp, uh, story parking ramp right now, <laughs> but, uh, but yes. That's good, though. You're always thinking. Mm-hmm. So, and you guys launched during the pandemic. How did that go? Well, yeah, we had a there. We knew that this year was going to be a little bit of a challenge for a number of reasons. Uh, uh, you know, the pandemic was certainly one of them. Right. You know, um, the other the other challenge that we faced was uh, uh, you know acquiring the magazine in February and restarting when we did. Companies mm-hmm. had already sort of established mm-hmm. the vast majority of their marketing plans mm-hmm. for the year, so. Uh, 
Uh, we knew that we were uh, facing a little bit of an uphill battle going into this year. We kind of wanted to get through this year and and you know learn the learn the business and uh, figure out some of the the intricacies of making a magazine work. And uh, we're excited uh, to be uh, heading into 2022 with mm-hmm. uh, with a, you know a full year of uh, of planning and and better understanding of how this all works. So I. We're, we're cautiously optimistic that uh, that we're starting to head in the right direction. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that you guys will continue to implement those those awesome collaborate collaborative um, uh, tactics, right? Because you you worked with a lot of different firms. You were doing co events with Club Entrepreneur, among other things. I know I was involved in some of those as a speaker. Um, so I mean, I think that that's really the way that. You know, I love that direction. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think that that's part of the reason why we like this business is sort of the interconnectedness of yeah. the small business community, and we mm-hmm. like the uh, we like the idea of being a conduit in some ways to that. And we will mm-hmm. be tapping into your uh, expertise again here soon, hopefully uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, we we right now we've been taking the time to to focus primarily on figuring out how to you know make the magazine work right the print magazine uh, we've we do have a digital version of the magazine we've uh, but uh, you know heading into 2022 we we are uh, creating a schedule of of, of events that we're gonna uh, going to start holding. Uh, we're looking for for the right venue or venues to host some of those. Uh, we we. You know, we, you mentioned uh, Rick Brimacombe and, and mm-hmm. Club Entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I, I have talked with uh, Rick a couple times. We don't have anything uh, uh, at this point uh, set in stone. I probably owe him a phone call. Uh, but uh, yes, we've uh, we know that there's much more to um, being successful in the business that we're in right now than just publishing a magazine. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna spread out in a few different directions going forward. And like you said, you'll have the print version as well as the digital version. Yep. And will there be any difference between the two, or will they be the same? So the print version and the digital version of the magazine itself will be will be the same. But we also are working on an upgraded website, uh, something that we desperately have needed for for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we're uh, we're anticipating going live mm-hmm. in the next, you know, well, hopefully the next month. I guess we it's uh, it's hard to actually set a time frame on. Uh, on when I'm learning that uh, it's it's easier to want things to get done than to actually get them finalized. But uh, uh, in the in the next couple of months, we're we're going to introduce a new website and we'll have some fresh web only content there. Mm-hmm. And we're going to you know branch out and get into the 21st century with a podcast, something along this the lines of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we've got uh, all sorts of plans that we're. Uh, uh, looking forward to implementing uh, limited, uh, basically, as I said earlier, only by uh, you know Dan and my colleagues telling me to just slow down a little bit and take it one thing at a time. <laughs> You're going to have to have a full staff of support, right, to <laughs> implement all these ideas. Well, I happen to know somebody who's really good at producing podcasts, and he's right here in the studio with us, Mr. Sansevier. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, so, we'll keep that in mind. Yeah, for sure. So how are you going to get the word out? Aside from the podcast, what's the plan? Yep. One of the things, so as much as I uh, loved uh, working with uh, with Wes Bergstrom, 
Um, he one of the things that uh, he was not the strongest at, by his own admission, was uh, you know uh, getting out there and and espousing the brand publicly. Uh, he was uh, he was not a fan of the public speaking or or mm. uh, you know getting in front of audiences and uh, you know and candidly, I, it's not my uh, favorite thing to do either. But I think uh, we really need to get out there and and get uh, get seen. I'm you know we've mm-hmm. been around for twenty years and I'm constantly. Um, you know, we get good feedback on the content of the magazine and Mm -hmm. the look of the magazine, but, uh, I, I'm constantly picking up the phone, introducing myself and saying, and, and hearing upsize magazine. What's that? Is that new? Mm. So, um, well, you still have a good following, though. I mean, I think there's still plenty of people out there from your original database because you haven't been, you know, not publishing for very long. I mean, you're back in the saddle now, basically. So, yep. And and you have good, you know, recognizable um, people in your network, right? That are prominent. That um, I know I've collaborated with you before, and I think that what you did before with um, collaborating with other organizations makes sense to continue to do. Like when I used to run the Exit Planning Institute chapter, we had Upsize Minnesota magazine's logo on our our homepage. For, for all of our members, whenever they came in to look and see what the content was going to be for the, for the chapter meetings, then, you know, there you were. And so um, that, I think that is a great way for you to be able to spread the word. I know I will be because I, I just think that the work that the magazine has done and is going to continue to do is, is desperately needed right now. Business owners are looking for uh, advice. They're looking for expertise from people that have not only done it before themselves, but also advisors who can you know, give them. I, I've learned my, myself, I've learned a ton from that magazine over the years. I loved when it came in the mail because the articles were so relevant and helpful. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's, that's nice to hear. And you're you're right. It's not like we're starting from ground zero. No, not at all. Uh, we're, we've got a we've got a good base to start with. Um, I just think we need to get out there more and be sure. and be more top of mind. We we you know I think the multimedia piece and the online piece is uh, uh, is vital to um, you know introducing our audience, uh, mm-hmm. introducing our product to a to a you know a, a different audience, perhaps a younger. Uh, earlier stage audience, uh, and we're also. Uh, you mentioned the uh, Exit Planning Institute. Uh, we we've become a media sponsor for the Cybersecurity Summit Small Business Track that's coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Perfect. Uh, yeah, those those I think are opportunities to get your uh, to get the brand in front of a, mm-hmm. a, a large number of people. Um, and, you know, not have to, you know, I mean, if, if what we have to do in return is trade a few, uh, uh, you know, a, a couple of, uh, uh, Twitter feed hits or LinkedIn posts uh, mm-hmm. in exchange for getting the brand out there like that, 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 that's an easy, that's an easy trade to make. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that you could easily, um, get that taken care of with the people that are in your network already. So I would recommend that for sure. And, um, you know, as as far as the collaboration, I bring up collaboration all the time because I know that that was kind of the 
you know, one of the foot, the, the foot forward a lot for the magazine was working with other firms and promoting other firms and kind of trading, like you just said, which was kind of my next question. Yep. So are you willing to um, allow people to, like, say, for instance, publish an article in the magazine, like somebody like me, because I think we've done that before, yep. in, in exchange for having some FaceTime at an event where you can get up and, and do a five-minute commercial on the magazine and hand out issues to people? Absolutely. The, yeah. uh, the, the, f- the front of the book, the first four or five articles we publish in every issue of the magazine, are, uh, it's, our, it's called our business builders section. Yeah. And it's, it's, awesome. it's, uh, it's contributed content, con- excuse me, contributed content mm-hmm. from uh, experts in the banking or the legal or the exit planning, uh, you know, communities. Yeah. Um, we, we, uh, uh, actively solicit that uh, that kind of uh, content from um, you know folks in the small business community or folks that are looking to help small businesses, uh, and we would uh, we would love to have your uh, next article in uh, probably the January February issue. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Well, we'll have to stay in touch on that one. Absolutely. And uh, all of you advisors out there who are listening to the show, you're going to want to get in touch with Andy. And so that's my next question: What's the best way for people to reach you? Sure. Uh, well, like I like I said earlier, we're going to have a new website up in the next couple of months. The website address is upsizemag.com. Um, give us a few more weeks before you go check that. I I wouldn't recommend it in the uh, in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, but in, in the meantime, you yeah. can call me at six one two seven zero two okay five three seven three. Or you know, I mean, there's you know, there's email is atelejohn at upsizemag dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, skywriting, I'll I'll answer, I'll answer anywhere. Okay, great. I will have that in the show notes for people to reference, and um, so that they can get a hold of you. And for our listeners, you can find this and all of our previous episodes for download on the Poised for Exit website at poisedforexit dot com. You can also order a copy of my book. Please do share this program with your business owner friends and colleagues. We really appreciate it. Andy, thank you for being on the show. It's been great having you, and I wish you all the success in the world with Upsize Minnesota. I know it's going to be awesome again. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and uh, I'm looking uh, looking forward to collaborating down the line. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.